Welcome to the author's show of entrepreneurship and regional development podcasts. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Elena Dowin Kennedy. She is from Love School of Business, Elon University. She recently published an article entitled Creating Community, the Process of Entrepreneurial Community Building for Civic Wealth Creation. It has been published in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Taylor and Francis. Elena, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer? All right. Yeah, this paper um, came out of a fairly practical mindset in some ways and, and a place of curiosity. Um, I had recently relocated to North Carolina, central North Carolina, and a friend had recommended that I go and check out this community, Saxbaha, to spend a weekend. And so we had made this plan. We jumped in the car, um, surprised to discover that it was 30 minutes away from where we lived and drove through rural North Carolina on back roads to arrive at an old textile mill, which... Uh, the region is just completely full of, um, and discovered that there were a thousand people from across the region there to attend what is an event called Saturdays at Saxbaha. And there were people just spilling out of buildings, spilling all over the lawn. There was a concert going, all of these things um, happening at once. And, and it just raised the question, why is this here? What we know about entrepreneurship and what we know about um, marketing and consumer behavior is people tend to stay close to home. Uh, they find events that are very convenient and, and easy to access. And, and this didn't feel like this. And yet this was this vibrant space um, in this old mill building that had been redesigned and, and clearly was embodying a lot of different businesses, a lot of different people's ideas, um, and just really raised the question, why here? Um, and um, this is incredibly important to me thinking about revitalizing main streets across North Carolina and more broadly across the world as, as we think about um, creating richer communities and seem like an, a, a great place to start asking questions. And so I jumped in to start talking to entrepreneurs in the region to understand how this entrepreneurial community formed. And as I was doing that, there was this ethic that came through around creating civic wealth and creating um, opportunities for others, which led us to the ultimate question of the paper, which is through what process do entrepreneurial communities form to create civic wealth? Um, and so the civic wealth framework basically says, instead of just thinking about wealth from an economic standpoint, we also should think about uh, the social types of wealth that are being created, the community types of wealth that's being created and the economic pieces. Um, and all of these seem to be in play across many of the businesses. What are the, the main contributions of your paper? And so the primary contribution is explaining that process of how these entrepreneurs came together to create civic wealth. Um, it begins in this case with a place-based uh, personal relationships. People felt that they had a connection to the area and to the people in the area and leveraged those relationships to establish a shared vision and kind of community ethic um, and understanding of, of what they wanted to see in a village that they wanted to live in. And so really thinking about revitalizing this as a space that had the elements of life that they were looking for. Um, once they established that shared vision, um, it was about finding the right partners with assets 
uh, that they were willing to invest in it, those assets, some were financial, but also networks and capabilities and other pieces to get, and it took some time to get that mix right and, and find the key investors and animators of that community. And then once that happened, um, there was a phase of opportunity creation that occurred. Uh, the, the businesses that were there as part of the founding uh, showed a strong commitment to local in terms of suppliers and employees and creating opportunities for local community members. They created productive spaces. So it wasn't just about selling goods, but it was also about creating workspaces, in some cases, reducing rent or creating opportunities uh, for new entrepreneurs to sell products. And then they established and incubated several brands, including the brand of the community, um, but also incubating talent um, and creating individual brands for businesses that they didn't intend to hold long-term, but creating spaces in the community for others to come in. Uh, the final phase in kind of this process was a curation of space. Um, that was uh, balancing this uh, kind of curation and independence to allow businesses to flourish and come up with new ideas and things, but also make it feel like it was cohesive. Um, and that was a bit of a process of identifying what fits and finding entrepreneurs who had a shared vision for the future, um, establishing a flow of people through the space as well, um, and then thinking about clear niches so that the businesses that were in the area weren't undercutting each other, but instead were creating a bigger and bigger pie as one of um, the entrepreneurs put it, and different people could have different pieces um, in, in that process. And um, through that and those different phases, that shared vision, the investment of assets, the opportunity creation, the curation of space, they've created all of these different avenues uh, for social community and economic wealth to occur. Uh, so that was the primary finding. Beyond that, um, this contributes to our literature on animatorship and really understanding how these entrepreneurs um, weren't just uh, inhibiting, inhabiting one role, but, but really two. And they were going back and forth between this role of being an animator and supporting the work of other entrepreneurs and being an entrepreneur themselves and trying to balance and manage these different roles. And in addition to those two roles, they were also community members and friends. And um, throughout the, the decade-long process of this, they had to juggle those different pieces. And so uh, part of the paper talks about some of the challenges that were existing there. Um, and, and that final point and um, contribution was around identifying the challenges and maintaining this community um, and some, some hard lessons that were learned um, in the, along the way. And so specifically around um, collaborating with intentionality and um, really putting, putting things into formal agreements. Uh, there were a number of cases throughout this journey where informal agreements did not end well um, because there was misunderstanding. They were verbally created. It created tension in the community. Um, but formalizing those agreements and, and really thinking intentionally about not just how things work when things are going well, but also how things might work under times of stress um, allowed for, for better management of these roles and, and the creation of this value. What else for you the, the main theoretical and or methodological challenges in addressing such a question? Yeah, so the, one of the biggest challenges that I had in this from a theoretical standpoint is this case doesn't quite fit the mold of a number of our different theories. Um, my research before this was heavily focused in uh, strategic decision-making of social entrepreneurs. And while a case can be made that there, there is some social intent here, 
Um, these businesses look very much like traditional small small businesses across the U.S. They have a local orientation, but there's not a clearly defined mission. Um, there's not the structures in place and governance pieces in place to protect it. It's much more about kind of this ethic of contributing to your community, but but isn't quite social entrepreneurship. Similarly, they, while it's a community um, context and, and they're working together as a community, it's not community entrepreneurship either. It's not um, you know, derived by the community, owned by the community. So it didn't quite fit. And even within the work on village entrepreneurship, um, in many of the, the studies that have been done there, those are pre-existing communities um, and talk about the dynamics of working within an existing structure. But in this case, while the building was there and there were some individuals living in the area, um, the mill was completely redeveloped and new new voices and new spaces were coming in and people were learning how to work together um, in that space for the first time, as opposed to a more established context in, in the village entrepreneurship. So trying to figure out where this, this fit um, was a significant theoretical challenge. And uh, Lumpkin and Box framework on the creation of civic wealth seemed to be a way to start pulling these pieces together. Um, this is not the only case in which we've seen kind of this graying of lines between what is social entrepreneurship and what is traditional entrepreneurship. What, where, how are we thinking about this differently? Um, and I think it is a bigger question when we think about it in terms of regional development or when we think about it in terms of, of small business management and even family business, that, that the ethics piece and the values of, of the firms come into play um, in a bigger way. And so uh, this framework creates a space that we can we can start thinking about the ways that entrepreneurs offer support to each other um, and work to create uh, wealth beyond beyond uh, their their holdings. During your research journey, what was your biggest surprise or the most counterintuitive results? Yeah, so two surprises. One um, was what one informant described as the fragile tightrope walk of intentional development of this tension that exists um, in creating a space like this where you want to have some amount of planning and coordination and ensure an assurance that that people are coming in with similar values to, to create that community. But you also don't want to have such intention that new new things can't occur. Um, and so uh, he described it as if those of us who love this place have a vision for it and continue to hold the reins too tightly, it'll become a gated community. But on the other hand, the thing that makes it special is that the people are really in control of it. And so there's this tightrope that gets blocked. Um, and so thinking about that, that piece and curation of space um, wasn't something that I was expecting immediately going into this work. The other piece that um, surprised me in it was the sense of ownership. Um, in the community, even from newcomers, even from non, non-business owners in the community. And so one of the employees that I interviewed um, was a relatively new resident and worked part-time in the community and full-time outside the community, but really had this sense of ownership in the space and excitement about it and said that you can build apartments and stuff in an old mill anywhere in North Carolina or anywhere across the country. Um, but here there's this group that really brought life to it. Uh, the mill's always been here, the river's always been here, and the history's been here. But it's no, it's not about the individual businesses. It's about the ethic of, of Saxbaha. And so we're proud to be from Saxbaha or to live in Saxbaha, and all of us come together with the goal of preserving the essence of Saxbaha. 
Um, and so this space for this person to feel ownership over that and also be thinking about what he might start in the community um, was surprising to me, especially in the, in the face of the, the curation and, and the intentional development that, that newcomers could feel like they also could fit within this. What are the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs, managers, policymakers, or practitioners in general? So um, for entrepreneurs who are thinking about their own small hometowns that, that may have been affected um, similarly to this part of North Carolina, uh, it's that this work is hard and relational, but achievable. Um, it really does require some champions in the community who are willing to take that first step of investment of assets. And those assets aren't just financial, um, but financial is a, is a big piece um, in getting it off the ground. But then once that happens and, and people begin investing and you can start creating space and opportunity for others, um, it's important to understand the intention of inhabiting multiple roles and to be thinking intentionally about what it means to be an animator, an entrepreneur, and a community member and friend all at the same time. And, and how the decisions you make in one of those roles affects you in other spaces. And so, as I mentioned in the findings, the greatest issues within the community arose when agreements were reached verbally and not always contractually agreed upon. So somebody in the moment might be acting like a friend and supporting somebody else's business um, and then realizing down the road that this was not financially viable for them and pulling out of it um, and creating, um, creating a sense of, loss or violation of trust in, in those moments um, and trying to figure out how do we, how do we communicate more clearly uh, through that process and think a little bit more strategically from the beginning so that we don't, we don't violate those expectations uh, down the road. And um, it's a lot of work to actively juggle these different roles, but the, the flip side of it is that um, these, these individuals have built the, built the community they want to live in. And a decade after this process started, um, can see that, that vision come to fruition. And many of these animators and entrepreneurs who are in this space are thinking about what's next. And is that here in Saxbaha or is that building out broader in our county? Is that thinking more, more broadly beyond? Um, and so it is achievable. Thanks a lot, Elena, for participating to our show and presenting your paper entitled Creating Community, the Process of Entrepreneurial Community Building for Civic Wealth Creation. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship.com and on the main podcast platforms.